in today's show. We're looking ahead to Monday's action. Action? Monday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton, he's embarrassed by my New Zealand accidental accent. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out PrizePix.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. Let's look ahead in today's show to Monday's nine games, including streaming options. The first one of those games is going to be one that's really interesting for us to watch, and that is the Kings and the Raptors. Because we don't know what Alvin Gentry is going to do with his rotation. Last game, they moved Marvin Bagley into the starting lineup and put Terrence Davis on the bench, which I guess is exactly what you do when someone's been playing well. You move him to the bench in a smaller role. And not only did Davis move to the bench, but he was like the ninth man used. He wasn't even in the first three replacements. Now, some of that is largely to do with the Cavs' um, big lineup, which, of course, worked fantastically when they got smashed in that game. So we'll see what they do. Davis, I think, is not a particularly high upside player, but with that one-game blip, I think there is a hold. But again, if there is a solid option on the wire, you can switch them out. But I want to see what they do with Davis, what they do with Bagley, how those minutes look in this game, whether Rashawn Holmes plays as well, to be honest, is going to be something intriguing for this Kings team. Well, for the Raptors, we know that the Jedi... OG Ananobi, he's out. But what about Scarf? OG. Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. The big tree is out, Kim Birch. And the big sneeze is out, Precious Achua. So that means that the wiki, Chris Boucher, is going to have to play minutes. Boucher has played 22 and 27 minutes the last two games. And of course, I do not believe that Boucher is a long-term 12-team league guy. I do not believe that at all. He's not very good. He's so far down the pecking order. But when there's three blokes out ahead of him, then you've got to have a look at and roster him, at least streaming him in. Let's see how the minutes look. Can he push to 30 in a game where literally no other centers are available? He hasn't done it yet, but I want to see what he does. And then Scotland Barnes, who is really bumping up his usage. He's playing at a really high level. I firmly believe it's a sell high for Barnsley because these guys are out. And when they come back, he will drop off. But if you don't want to sell him, don't. Just hold him. He's playing really well, and I want to watch how good he looks in this game. Well, for the next one, the Heat and the Cavs, no Jim Butler. No Bam Adebayo. No Caleb Martin, who's in the health and safety protocols. So I would imagine that Gabe Vincent gets another start. He started last game, and he's at least worth a stream look. With all those guys out, he's going to get opportunities to shoot and to score and to pass, and that's pretty interesting. And then also the undertaker, Dwayne Dedman, whose minutes have been all over the shop. We saw you know, 31, then 23, 24, 21, 13, which is a shitful run as a starter. You go, all right, no point, drop him. And then, of course, the next game after that against the Bulls, he plays 29. Go, oh, that's really interesting. So what do I do with it now? In the end, he's just going to be a streaming sort of bloke who you can add, and there's going to be shit games. There's going to be good games. Let's see if it's a good one or if it's a shit one here against Cleveland. You would think, though, that the minutes will push up against this Cavs team, and they'll be pretty hard-pressed pressed to run too much Kaziok Parler at center. 
meaning Deadman's, uh, Deadman's minutes push up because Jared Allen is unbelievably a top five fantasy player over the last two weeks. High usage, 20 and 10 bloke, blocking shots, 70 plus from the field, 70 plus from the line. At some point, maybe, it's going to cool off. I don't know if it's in this one. Well, Isaac Okoro shot 70% from the field last time from Cleveland. Is he figuring it out? I'm not ready to say that at all, but I'm also ready to say I'm watching it to see whether there is a change in his game. Is he a 12-team league guy? No. 14? No. 16? Probably. But I want to see to whether this little bump in form can be real. And I think that's going to be interesting. Originally, the Warriors-Pacers game, it was mentioned by Steve Kerr that he was going to rest Steph Curry. He is not going to do that anymore. They're going to play the full squad. Now, they have two back-to-backs this week, Monday, Tuesday, and then I think Thursday, Friday, or maybe it's Friday, Saturday. Regardless, they play four games in two sets of back-to-backs. So we want to watch Steph. Like, Can he break the three-pointer record in this game? How much do they get to play him? Can they blow the paces out so they can rest some of their players? And then also Jordan Poole, who consistently is playing really, really well. It's going to be intriguing to see when they have to bench him to start Clay Thompson. Or do they just say, screw this shit, we're benching Kevon Looney and just playing small like 100% of the time. Poole's playing fantastically. He will lose a little bit when Clay returns, but I want to see how he looks here. Well, for the Pacers, Chris Duarte... Wouldn't say he's you know, grabbing his chance with both hands. Like, he's been fine. Like, he's okay. I think he is worth a 12-team league ad. But is his upside top 100? I'm not convinced that it is. And then also, I want to watch Karis Levert, who's playing better of late. Better does not mean good, but it means better. It means closer to good than where he was before. I think he is clearly... Um, well, clearly is not the correct word. I think he is a 12-team league guy. Unclearly. Merkily because of how shit his percentages have been for most of the year. But he is looking a little bit better at the moment, which really, we can't ask for much more than improvement. And we also can't ask for much more than having an understanding that modern TV, it's confusing. There's just so many things. We watch our live sport in one spot. We watch our on-demand shows in another spot. We watch highlights in another spot. And then we've got to go borrow old mate down the road. Got to go ask, hey, excuse me, sir, may I have one of your logins? That's embarrassing. No one wants to subject themselves to that. So I want to tell you about a way to get all the entertainment you love in one place like never before and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TV shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Let's look at the next game. It is the Bucks and the Celtics. Patrick Connaughton has been really good. I don't know how, but he has. Minutes have been up. Shooting is through the roof. Consistently providing 12-team value. I'm not getting off the train thinking that that's not going to end at some point because I think it has to. But for now, it's rolling, and he looks good. So watching him. Also, Chris Middleton, who's been a bit under the radar this year. Hasn't quite been where you would want him to be. Hasn't quite been performing at that same level of last year. I think he's still got it in him, but the percentages haven't quite been there. Well, for the Celtics, it looks like Jalen Brown is going to return. JB, you've done it again. What will his minutes limit look like? How does that impact Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder? Still holding Smart, still holding Schroeder. Cautious about starting Jalen Brown in a weekly league. I think there'll probably be minutes limit all week. 
probably do start him, but it, it could be rough. But seeing how all that looks, how Brown looks, is he still going to be hampered by that hamstring? We hope not, but not ruling it out. The Rockets and the Hawks. No Jalen Green. No Kevin Porter again. So we're going to get the designer, Armani Brooks, playing some good minutes. Eric Gordon will return. He rested last game, and that did help someone like Brooks. But Brooks has played 34 minutes in two consecutive games. So how Brooks looks as anything more than a streamer, I think he is a streamer, but can he you know, develop into anything more? I doubt it. And then also the delicate dancer, Alperen Sengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Now, interestingly, Sengun was positively impacted by Gordon's absence last game because Gordon going out means Tate pushes down a position more and there were more minutes available for Sengun to play next to Wood. He took full advantage going 15, 6, and 6 with three blocks, dominating stuff. Even though they started tight, Sengun was the option. I want to be surprised and say, you know what, guys, we're just going to start Shangun and Wood and play them both 30 plus a night. There is almost 0% chance of that happening, but every game I'm watching Shangun to see what the playing time looks like and to see when Steven Silas will remove head from us and actually decide to play literally one of their best players' decent minutes. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm watching to see if it does. While for the Atlanta Hawks, we know they're still going to be without DeAndre Hunter. We know they're going to be without Bogdan Bogdanovich. So watching the Italian cock, Dylan Gallinari. Hands off my cock! Um, you know, he's playing times up. He's putting up some okay numbers. The Hawks don't have that two-game week anymore. So watching him is something that I'm paying attention to. While Trey Young continues to play at a really high level, and I just want to watch him for fun's sake, can he keep that field goal percentage as high as it's been recently? That's probably the big thing that's held him back in the past. But at the moment, it's making him a first-round fantasy player. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Tyrese Maxey, we're sort of seeing him settle in now to where his usage is and the efficiency is bouncing back a little bit. It is making him a 12-team league guy, but a back-end guy versus a top 50 player that he was earlier this season. And then also watching Matisse Thibel. Thibel started last game over Danny Green. Now, was that so that he could guard Steph Curry? Or was that a permanent change? If Thibel's playing 30 a night, you do want him in 12-team leagues. If he's playing 22, he's only a streaming specialist for defensive stats. Well, for the Grizzlies, Des Bain. Love what Baino is doing. Um, we know Dylan Brooks is back, but Bain is still maintaining value. We also don't know whether Jaron Jackson, Stephen Anderson, Stephen Anderson, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, and Zaya Williams are going to play. But absences of Jaron there is going to really boost the value of someone like Kyle Anderson, who put up a really solid game. And he can be a streamer as long as Jaron's on the sideline. That might be zero more games, but that's something for us to watch in this matchup. The Hornets and the Mavericks. We're expecting the Hornets to still be without the COVID group. That is Lamello, Rogier, Plumlee, McDaniels, and Ish. We don't know whether PJ Washington and Nick Rivers, Nick Rivers, Nick Richards, the non-COVID illness group, whether they are going to return. James Booknight went off last game. Big, big scoring night from Book. Can he do that with all those guys out? Well, he's going to get the opportunity to, so watching him to see whether that was a flash in the pan or if there could be some consistency. And then also seeing if PJ Washington returns, what his minutes role looks like. Does he start? Does Richards start? Um, what does that mean for the God of Hammers, JT Thor? We know each other. He's a friend from work. And then for the Mavericks, they're not going to have Luka Doncic. He will be out for multiple games. So they're going to continue to start Reggie Bullock. Can Reggie Bullock do anything that makes me get interested in him in fantasy? Almost definitely not. But the opportunity is going to be there. While Willie Cauley-Stein, he could be out again with his personal issue. This is, yeah, this is like the Tyrell Terry personal issue that caused him to miss literally five months of last season and then get cut this year. 
Um, I don't know what's happening with Corley Stein, but will Dwight Powell be able to push into larger minutes without Doncic there? That's something to watch. But the Wizards, the future MVP Kyle Kuzma is out. So Denny Avdia should get a start. Can he be anything more than a 14-team league guy? I think there is a possibility of it. So I want to watch to see how the minutes look for the Wizards. I wouldn't add Avdia in 12-team leagues, but streaming, sure. And then Montrez Harrell, who, let's be fair, over the last month has been bad, like really bad. Minutes well down. Gafford out playing him outside the top 200 over the last two weeks. Is he a drop? No, but I'm not precluding that. Like I could come back this time next week and say, yeah, just get rid of him. Like what's the point of this shit? 20 minutes a night, seven points, four rebounds. There's no point. And then Tom Bryant, if Tom Bryant's replacing anyone, I think it's Harold, not Gafford. That's just me personally. If I was running a team, that's what I do. Because I do somewhat value defense at the center position. And if you've got Bryant and Harold as your center rotation, then you might as well tell defense to go and... Oh, fuck off. Hey, fuck off. For the Nuggets. Jermichael Green's dealing with an ankle injury. We know Michael Porter's out. So can we get big Zeke Naji minutes? I'm really watching what Naji's role is going to be. If he played 24 a night, there is 12-team streaming value there. While last game, they started Davon Reed. Yes, Davon Reed started because Barton Will Barton was out with an illness. Now, is Barton going to miss again? We just don't know at this stage. Um, we also don't know whether Austin Rivers will return from health and safety protocols. He hasn't played since 29th of November, so he's getting close to that time frame of being able to return. So what does that mean for Davon Reed? And yeah, in conjunction, Faku Kampazzo, Marcus Howard, the big stiffy Bones Highland. All right, that's good stuff. On to the Suns and the Clippers. We don't expect Devin Booker to play in this game, but I'm more interested in what's going on with the centers because JaVale McGee has been putting up really good numbers, even with DeAndre Ayton there. But last game with Ayton out, McGee went bananas. So watching, um, watching McGee, and how good he looks is important. And if Aiton is out, then we're really firing up and looking at Javon. As I said, um, Aiton missed last game with an illness, and he is currently questionable for Monday's action. While for the Clippers, a bunch of guys for them have been out of late, including Paul George and Nick Batum, two really big rotation pieces. And that's meant that both Terrence Mann and the Duck, Luke Kennard, have had ex- ex- expanded, yeah, expanded roles. And if George and Batum remain sidelined, then you are streaming Kennard and Mann in with some pretty solid value, and that gives BJ Boston some deep league value. So watching how that all plays out is interesting to me. It's also interesting to me that I know that when I go to the gym, or when I just want a healthy snack, I go straight to my pantry, and I open up, and I say, holy shit, where are my Bilt Bars? And I go, that's right, because Bilt Bars not going to ship them to me, because they're not shipping to Australia. But those of you who are in America, your cupboard, it should be just absolutely full of Bilt Bars because Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. That's why I'm fanging for it. So I'm Bilt Bar, can you send it to me? Oh, I've got withdrawals. Like I'm like that Dave Chappelle meme. Like, yeah, you all got any more of those Bilt Bars? It's that good. It, it tastes amazing. These are the best tasting protein bars ever. Low in carbs, low in fat, low in sugar, low in calories, but bloody high in protein and amazingly high in taste as well. You want to beat down the doors of the mall? You want to get in there before things open? You want Bilt Bar, jack yourself up. Knock knock those people out of the way to get your hands on that latest flat screen TV. Or, or you know, just cut out the middleman. And instead of buying a TV for your loved ones, buy them boxes of Bilt Bar. It's just as good. So much more entertainment from looking at your Bilt Bars and just knowing you've got a delicious treat coming up. So head to Bilt.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you can save 15%. And I'm telling you, I'm not shitting you here. These taste unbelievable. They taste like a candy bar and they are good for you. And, and, and this is not, this is as the kids would say, no cap. These taste amazing. 
So get yourself some Built Bar. Built Bar, it is built different. BetOnline has you covered all season. Props, lines, contests, whatever. Football season is going towards the playoffs, and when you're looking to place your bet on football or other sports, BetOnline is the place you've got to do it. So don't wait. Go and download the app or go to their new updated desktop site. Use the code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome bonus. 50%, that sounds like a lot because it is. Whether it's basketball, football, the NHL, UFC, boxing, or even right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers they have for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some back-to-back streamers now for the Monday, Tuesday. You're going to see a bunch of players from the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. They have the back-to-backs. So we're looking at JaVale, looking at Cameron Payne, Cameron Johnson, Jay Crowder, in fact. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And on the Warriors side, looking at the Doctor, Gary Payton, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. Because I think that Andre Iguodala will sit one of these two games, and I think Otto Porter will sit one of these two games. So that gives Toscano-Anderson boosts across both of them. If you're looking just for streams on the Monday, we're looking at Gabriel Vincent in Miami, Maxi Kleber, Armani Brooks, the big stiffy, Bones Highland, Campaign, Danny Green, PJ Tucker, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder. For deeper formats, these guys are all rostered in, in very, very small percentage of leagues. Gabe Vincent, Armani Brooks, Bones Highland, Campaign, Hull Neto, Denny Avdia, Georgie Hill, and Faku Campazo. While for points leagues, we're looking at Cody Martin. These guys are available over 50% of leagues, guys. Cody Martin, Dwayne Dedman, Tyus Jones. How? I don't know. Gabe Vincent, Armani Brooks, Campaign, and Dorian Finney-Smith. That'll do it for us today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. On YouTube, thumb it up, leave a comment, subscribe, ring the notification bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening. See ya.